1: All right, Ryan, uh, we're uh, we're about to get into the World Junior A Challenge. This is one of my favorite tournaments because this is kind of like a nice taste before the real world junior. Yep. You actually see some players play in this tournament that will be in the world junior in a couple of years from now type thing. We saw in, uh, Dante Fabro, uh, Tyson Yost, um, Kale McCarr have played in both of these tournaments. Uh, so we're going to look at a couple guys that we like on each team. And we're going to start with Canada West because I know that's a team that at least on paper, is gonna be the team that everyone's thinking about right now.
0: Definitely, and Canada West is always strong. Um, In terms of 2020 draft prospects, you gotta look at Carter Savoy, who is having an incredible season with Sherwood Park in the Alberta Junior A-League, just piling up the points, very talented player, headed for the University of Denver. Uh, He will be joined by defenseman Michael Benning, who is also having an incredible year for the Crusaders and is also going to Denver. Uh, Michael Benning, of course, the nephew of Jim Benning, the GM of the Vancouver Canucks, and there's actually a whole bunch of Bennings, his brother, defenseman for the Edmonton Oilers, Matthew Benning. Um, So a a lot to like there in both those guys. Massimo Rizzo the Carolina Hurricanes pick this is going to be I feel a very key tournament for him because He's had a lot of injuries in his young career. He's finally healthy He's about a point per game guy right now in the BCHL, but I would like to see him dominate this tournament I I feel that's the next step for him Mm -hmm. before he heads off to the NCAA and uh, and then looking even further ahead you have Kent Johnson, who's actually not eligible for the draft until 2021, but he is lighting up the league. He's a University of Michigan commit, and I think this could be a very exciting tournament for him too because he can make things happen so quickly, just in a split second. Um, in net, I think Tanner West is also going to be strong. Uh, Carter Guylander, the Detroit Red Wings prospect, yet another Sherwood Park player having a great year. And then Matthew Davis, undrafted, but I know that... Uh, you're a big fan of his. Um, here's a kid that just gets it done, particularly internationally when he gets the chance.
1: Yes, he's had a, he played on the team last year. So, yeah, I believe was, so. He was good at that one. I'm going to go for Canada East, and I know a guy that you also like, uh, Cole O'Hara, a North York Ranger player. Yeah. Um, he's the highest-scoring U18 player in the OJHL right now. It's kind of like a down year for the OJHL. There's not a whole lot of great prospects that are kind of exciting to everybody. But he does have 41 points, and he sits fourth overall in the entire league in scoring, which is impressive, given the fact that the Rangers are uh, they're not really a strong team this yeah. year. They've kind of improved. They've actually had a good run the last couple of weeks. They knocked off uh, the Oakville Blades, one of the top teams in Canada recently. So that's a really good showing for them. Um, and then we also have Ayrton uh, Martino. He's a St. Mike's buzzers player. I was talking to a couple of scouts about him last week. And uh, there's a lot of attention on the buzzers this year, um, notably because of Ryan Alexander being a prospect this year that people are keeping an eye on. But uh, Martino has 40 points in 26 games this year. Wow. Uh, he's committed to Clarkson. He's... Uh, a guy that I remember watching a minor midget and think consistency was an issue and maybe he wasn't the fastest skater but uh talking to the one scout in particular saying this is a guy that has improved his skating more than pretty much anyone else in the league this year he's got a really high end top speed a guy that um had he played in the o- if he was to play in the OJHL next year but he's not he is going to go NCAA at least at this point uh would probably be the top scorer in the entire league because he's got such a a rounded skill set. Um, his defensive play is 50-50 at points, but otherwise I think this is a guy that uh, you can rely on heavily and can produce a lot of points, which knowing Canada East in the past, that's kind of important, because last year yeah. they couldn't score, couldn't defend, they left the, the top goalie in the country at home, um, and it was just a kind of a disaster team. I don't think it's gonna be much better for Canada East this year, it's still a tough team. Um, you got one guy, Matt Dunsmore, I thought, should have been a, a, like a shoe in for the goaltender spot for Canada. He's been playing fantastic out in the OJHL this year. Um, but right now, it's it's a team that it, it's it's going to have its weaknesses. Let's just see kind of how they gel together. There's a lot of guys kind of the eastern side of of the player roster that know each other quite well, and uh, the fact that there's a lot of St. Mike's buzzers on the team could also help gel a little bit. So it's going to be kind of a tough one for the team.
0: Yeah, I always wonder why they don't bring USHL players, uh, like Mm -hmm. Owen Power, for example, that Mm -hmm. would help. But I know that this is an event for the Canadian Junior A-Leagues when it comes to Canada East and West, so I do understand that. It is is hosted by Hockey Canada. And it is hosted by Hockey Canada, so I get it. Um, But that helps me segue to the next team, which is Team USA, yet another favorite. I picked all the favorite teams. I gave Steven the the tougher job. But (laughs) uh, uh, Team USA, always very good because they bring many of the top USHL players. This year, no exception. Uh, Starting with Rhett Rhett Pitlick, the Montreal Canadiens pick. This is a kid with plenty of NHL pedigree in his family. He's a gritty guy, he can score, you know, the the work ethic is never questioned. Uh, So I think he'll have a pretty good tournament. Then you got a lot of draft eligible players for 2020 that I think will be very intriguing. Ryder Ralston from Waterloo. Alex Laferriere, Le, uh, not Alexi Lafreniere. Not, not confusing at all. <laughs> not confusing at all. Alex Laferriere who's having a really nice season. Uh, and then a trio from the Chicago Steel, Sean Farrell, the Harvard commit Brendan Brisson, who's headed to Michigan, and Sam Colangelo, who's having a fantastic year. He was a
1: late ad, if I'm correct.
0: He was yeah. a late ad. You're correct about that. They call him Goal in Chicago because uh, he does put the puck in the net. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, what the line combinations will be there for uh, Team USA, because certainly a lot of these kids know each other. Uh, on the back end, Mike Kester, the Toronto Maple Leafs pick, he'll be there. Great offensive defenseman, and then in net. Um, you know, Logan Stein's having a great year for Waterloo, but then you also have Ethan Heider, uh, the National Predators prospect. He'll be there too, and it'll be interesting to see how they split duties if, if one guy um, is head and shoulders above the other. I think it's going to be a nice battle there. But once again, I think Team USA is going to be very strong.
1: Yeah, that's a team that they were in the finals last year against Russia, and uh, they the off kind of. just. The dream killer. Just, yeah, exactly. So um, there's, I guess, what, what's the If you had to pick one player to be this year's Bobby Brink for the team, who would
0: it be? Mm. You know what? I would think it's probably going to be Sean Farrell Mm -hmm. based on how he's played. He needs to get stronger for sure, but he's the kind of kid that will go into battles even though he might not win them. And I mean, the amount of points he's putting up this season with the steal is just too hard to ignore.
1: All right, switching gears to the Czech Republic, and this is a team that On paper, does not look like a favorite. They kind of surprised last year with uh, some, they had an NCAA goaltender, Thomas Omeka, They had uh, Michael Tepley, Blue Mel. They had a couple guys who went on to be drafted to the NHL. A strong team. This year, uh, none of the players are actually first-year draft eligible, which I think is kind of one thing. Uh, There are some young guys that would have been a fantastic addition to this team, but because the World Junior Championship is in the Czech Republic, this is kind of like their almost C squad mm-hmm. not a whole lot of talent to get too excited about one guy that I am excited though to see is Zach Malik a guy that last year um, he obviously has some major junior experience he's playing the USHL this year and he's he was one of the better players uh, on any given night last year for the Czech Republic at this tournament so he is a returning player he's got that experience uh, he's a 2,000 he's a strong kid um, might not produce a whole lot of points for you he's having a, a good run right now but uh, I don't think he's gonna be a huge offensive contributor but this is a guy that you could really rely on in your own zone uh, he handles the, um, the small ice really well because uh, he, he does have that experience compared to a lot of the other guys on the team who are coming over for the first time uh, I'm also for a fan of forward Andre Pesnica. He's a, a big six foot five winger uh, He likes to spend a lot of time from the net. I actually was really impressed with him last year for the U18 team uh, not necessarily at the World Championship, but when he played in exhibition tournaments, this was a guy that he could clear people from around his own net. He's really good at his own zone. Uh, not the greatest skater. He is six foot five, mm. uh, but he's got a long stick. He's a very active stick. Uh, he can be physical. He's not going to take a dumb penalty, throw in a giant hit late. But he's kind of got the six foot five forward build where you know he he's got a good shot. Is not maybe doesn't excel in anything other than the fact that size definitely helps Mm -hmm. But I think that this guy just seems to pick it up when he plays internationally I think that's important for a Czech team that really is going to struggle for goals Uh, They have a couple goaltenders who could have qualified for this tournament with the world junior camp roster Uh, so it is kind of a, a makeshift team but You know, it's always tough for a team like this. And it also is further proof, given how many major junior players are on that team and how many guys have major junior experience and the guys who have already played pro hockey, the World Junior A part of it doesn't make a whole lot of sense unless you're Canada or USA.
0: Yeah, exactly. And uh, speaking of which, the last team we'll talk about here is Russia, who, uh, again, one of the favorites and another roster that is a bit of a Frankenstein roster. Mm -hmm. You've got kids from Russia. You've got NCAA. You've got Major Junior. You've got USHL they're all here. Um, But just some of the prominent names, Jan Kuznetsov, uh, playing for the University of Connecticut, Uh, first year draft eligible. He's a 2020 prospect. I was just talking to a rival coach the other day who said he really loved Kuznetsov's glide. Uh, He thought he was really strong in the the game that he saw him in. Uh, He's a defenseman to watch for. Another one, uh, a player who's in the KHL right now and basically getting minimal minutes, which is, not uncommon in the KHL if you're a teenager. Uh, Shakir Mukhamadoulin. This is a player that I think a lot of draft watchers are going to be interested in because this is a nice opportunity for him to show what he can do in a tournament of his peers instead of getting just a couple of minutes a night up in the KHL. Um, from Major Junior, a player I actually saw last week, Kirill Steklov, who plays in the OHL with the London Knights kind of a mini Nikita Zadorov in that he's six foot four instead of six foot seven, Uh, but great reach, great mobility. He's learning to play on the smaller ice right now. So what that means is puck handling is a bit dodgy, but it's because he's getting used to the lack of time and space over here that he used to have back in Russia. He will rush the puck and he will take some offensive chances, but I think that part of his game is going to get stronger as the year goes on and he gets more used to playing over here. So I see a lot of potential in Steklov. I can say the same about uh, some of the forwards they have as well. Daniel Gushin, uh playing in the USHL for the Muskegon Lumberjacks, a team that has been renowned for Russian talent in the past couple of years. Obviously Svechnikov uh, would be a, a great example of that. And uh, Igor Afanasiev, who is now playing in the OHL for Windsor, was there as well. Uh, Bogushian, just a high end guy. He's already got a four goal game this year for the Lumberjacks. I think this will be a really nice spotlight for him. Uh, heading back to Russia, you've got Alexander Passion, uh, a player you and I both like. Smaller guy, but very skilled. I, I think this will be, uh, you know, a tournament where he can really shine if he finds space out there to to create. And then finally, uh a, a player I really liked this summer, Vasily Ponomarev, who is playing in the Quebec League with Shawinigan. And not a junior league. Not <laughs> a junior at league. But we're really seeing him start to catch on fire now with the cataracts. And you know, for import players, you're getting used to a new culture a new language a new size of ice and sometimes it doesn't click right away but it has not taken panamarev very long and now he's really putting up some numbers in shawin again you know he's a kid that can protect the puck Uh, he's got a great hockey mind a lot of skill and again i think this is gonna be a fun tournament for him
1: uh before we go uh who are if you had to pick one team actually let's go championship prediction who's gonna be gold and silver
0: I'm going to say that it's going to be Canada West over Russia. Yeah, that's USA nice. for bronze.
1: That's literally my three, so there you that go. makes it easy. Uh, I am going to have a World Junior A Challenge tournament preview of some more players to look at uh, coming up on thehockeynews.com. Actually, by the time you see this, it might already be there. Uh, I'm excited for this tournament. Always am. Uh, Indeed. So uh, follow along. At least I'm going to be tweeting about it. Stephen Ellis' THN, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you later.